This is the Darnell Autry Show. I am Darnell Autry with Daniel Blunk, and here we go. Hey, gang, Daniel Blunk, co-host of the show, and here is part two of 24 and 24 for number 24. Okay, here's, <laughs> here's one. All right, what you got? If you won an all-expenses-paid trip to anywhere in the world. Okay, I like it. I'm going now. Go on, okay. But okay. you had to go with your least favorite person in the whole world. Would you accept? Ow. Oh man! See now I'm gonna flip through my data banks on who's on my who's on my naughty list, like who <laughs> who I don't like that much right now. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But do I have to hang out with them? Are we rooming together? Like, are we are we like attached at the hip? Like, we have to do all the events together, or is it one of the things like we could just get there on the plane and then you go you thing and I go do my thing and or or is it? I'm gonna guess. Because of the the, the question, right. I'm gonna guess that you probably have to like sit next to each other on the the plane. You have to like share room. Oh, like you gotta sh- you like go out to meals it. together. Like hang out. Oh together. damn it! Yeah, oh, man, I probably would decline just because like all I'd be thinking about is God, I hate this person so much. <laughs> All I'd be thinking about is why is this person even here? Don't talk to me. Like, you know, it'd be so so much negative internal talk. Cause I'm not like, you know, a confrontational person. Like I'm not gonna like cuss you out or tell you that you're garbage. But like internally I just be like, Man, this sucks so much butts. Like I just this is terrible. So I don't think I'd be even able to enjoy it. You know what okay. I mean? Because I'd just be like, man, I hope he falls off this cliff. You know what I mean? Like, it, it, And it would be, you know what I mean? It's not nice. I'd be all thinking like not nice stuff. Like, you know what I mean? If we get on this roller coaster, if the roller coaster breaks and this person flies out, I'm comfortable with it. You know what I mean? I can't, I don't, I don't want that. Like, I don't want that, that, I don't want that juju on me. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to think negatively that bad where I'm like, man, I hope during this tour that this tiger mauls this person to death. Like, I, I don't want that. You know what I mean? I hear you. So, hear yeah, you. I'd probably decline. Okay. <laughs> All right. There ain't many people. Excuse me. There ain't many people out there that I that I that I don't like that much, but there there are a few and they know who they are. Gotcha. Okay. <laughs> All right. Next question. Do you believe in ghosts? Yeah, see. Listen, my I don't listen, I don't do ghosts. I don't fool with that. So like I don't do I'm not a very big scary movie fan and especially if it's ghosts. So I guess my my irrational fear says that I do believe in them, right? Cuz I mean if you didn't believe in them then you wouldn't be afraid. But like I'll tell you what, sitting in my house if the TV turns on by itself, look, that ghost can have the house moving out. Stat, trust it. No, I'm not I'm not, I'm not going to play that. No, I'm not that dude where be like, "Did you hear that?" Ah, oh, it's nothing. Nope. Nope. Nope, nope, nope. That's how people get killed. You know what I'm saying? If ghosts can move furniture around, they can move like knives and bowling balls and drop them on your head. I mean, like, you know, that kind of stuff. Like, I don't I don't want to play in that world where I like I have to I do it enough in my mind that I don't need to actually be. You know what I mean? So there. So I guess irrationally, I believe that there is something to it. Okay. Right. Yeah. Because you. Because if you, if you didn't, then it wouldn't be scary, right? You'd be like, oh, it's just a movie. It's dumb. Right, right, right. But if you like, mm, did that just, 
that cop just move? You know what I'm saying? Like, did you hear that? I'm out. I'm. I listen. I'm not hanging around. Save yourself. Good luck. I'm out. All right. <laughs> All right. Next question. Okay. Are rainy days good days or bad days? Oh, so I always thought living in Arizona, rainy days were great days. I mean, you know, I live in a desert climate. I feel like. You know, all I can imagine in the desert is all the animals going, oh, thank God. We were just so dry right now. I was about to pass out, but now I'm good. Now I got this. Ring. Woo. It was so close, right? So so, so for me, I didn't have any. So I always thought I associated with being positive because I grew up in Arizona. But now I could see that if I lived in like Seattle or somewhere in Hawaii where it rains all the time or in Florida where it's like raining on a regular, then I guess my association with rain would be about like what happened that day, right? You know, you broke up with your girlfriend, your girlfriend dumped you, you lost your job and it's raining. And then you'd be like, I hate the rain. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I rain so mad, but I, I there's, they, we don't rain enough days here in Arizona for me to associate that with a thing that happened that then therefore makes me hate the rain. Okay. Gotcha. Do you, well, here, so the question back to you, though, then, is the Hawaii rains. There's certain spots in, there, in Hawaii that rain a lot. There, There's a spot on, I believe it's on the island of Kauai, that I think averages just over an inch of rain a day. Yeah, I thought that it was one of the most rainiest places on the yeah. planet. Like, it was yeah. like, it's like crazy. Yeah. So then if it rains every day, then you'd be like, is sunshine good? Or is sunshine bad? You know what I mean? Like, because, yeah. like, you know, if you if you if it rains more than it's sunny, right? Yeah. Hawaii is one of those weird places, and I and I've met people from Florida who say Florida weather is like this too. It'll rain and it's still sunny. Yeah, it, it was near like some myth, like the devil's beating his wife or something. <laughs> I <am> like, <laughs> I mean, I I didn't make it up. I just heard it somewhere. Isn't that like something like you know, if it's rainy and the devil's beating his wife or? Something like that. She's crying her tears. Or something. I, I I've never heard it, but now I'm uh, now I have yeah, to look the, it up. The devil's beating his wife, and it's sunny and rain. God, okay, never heard that one. Yeah, I, maybe gotta, I, I got to find out. Yeah, maybe I just I don't I would imagine that's something I make up. Right. <laughs> if so, I definitely need to see my my therapist stat because I I think somebody else said that to me. I don't know. Oh, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> huh. all right. Here's here's the next one. Okay. What's your best breakfast ever? Ooh, damn it. First of all, I love breakfast. I eat breakfast morning, noon, and night. I love it. I like like all there is to it. Now, I don't eat a lot of like the pancakes and the waffles, but I'm a big like omelet fan, right? So the four or five egg omelet, throw some cheese on there, throw a lot of bacon and different meats in there, give me some vegetables and onion and all that. Oh, yeah, absolutely, all day. Now, I do like pancakes and all that. Like, I do love that, but I, you know, my old ass can't afford to put any more of them carbs in my body before I start. <laughs> you know, the goal is to get smaller as I get older, not get bigger as I get older. You know right, what I mean? Right. So, so I got to wash myself. But if it were, if I could do, if I could eat anything all the time, it would be breakfast food. I would eat like, and if I not got bigger, I would have a waffle one day. I'd have like pancakes another day. I'd have an omelet. I'd do a skillet. I'd do a breakfast burrito. And then I'd rotate it back around, maybe have a little cereal. And I mean, I just, I just, I don't know what it is. I just love breakfast food. Yeah, I hear you. 
All right. Here is here's a question from Grant. All right. Is there a common source for your creative inspiration? You know, there is. And and for me, it's always been I I have this thing in me that it has a need to share, right? The need to want to tell a story, the need to want to um I guess express myself, but I think it's it's not like uh, express myself like I break out into dance or anything like that. Right. But it's like, you know, there's this internal thing that I I, I want to share a story. You know, I hear something cool and I want to tell somebody else about it. Right. And so, creatively, um, I think, man, wouldn't it be cool if this story had this or that, or wouldn't it be cool if this person did that, or um, what about um, this would be a great story. And I always think of things in terms of stories, right? Like, what if, you know, when I go to work today and you know, my boss comes to me and is like, hey, you know, we love what you did. Uh, you're instantly promoted and, you, you know, you're going to rock. And then all of a sudden from there, then there's. A... So everything for me is in story form. And once the voice and the story gets big enough inside, then I then get creative and figure out how to share it, right? Whether it's writing it down, whether it's putting it in a story form, whether it's putting it in a script form, whether it's putting it in just a, I mean, I don't do poetry, but like just freehand form, like, hey, I'm thinking this, this, and this. Um, maybe it maybe it leads me to you know, doing research on the internet because there's, I don't understand this and, you know, I don't know what, you know, what, what's insomnia. So I start doing research on that. Cause I think the story about a guy who has this, you know, insomnia, I mean, so I, I find myself running down rabbit holes based on, um, cool stories and, and cool ideas. Right. Or somebody will say something to me I'm like, Oh, that was cool. There was this homeless guy and he, you know, you know, he saved this kid from a, from a car. You hear it in the news, like, oh, this homeless guy, you know, he saved somebody's life. And I'm like, oh, that's a cool story. And then I'd be like, well, how do I flip it on its head? How do I make it interesting? How do I make it um, different, right? Because I think, I think sometimes formulas, formulas work in entertainment if you want to be standard and you want to stay within the mainstream. But I've always loved... Um, art and film and books and um, musical artists that sort of challenge the way we see things and challenge and ask questions that are tough questions to ask. So um, it's the things that I love the most are not always, I mean, not that I don't love mainstream stuff because I do, I, I definitely love it, but I also like those dark movies where you go, oh man, I left there feeling icky, like, ugh. Yeah. Why did I, ugh, I probably should not have seen that, but I did. And part of me likes it because that I think that's as real, that's equally as real as the hero always wins, right? So yeah. that's that's real, but sometimes the hero doesn't win, and what happens when he doesn't, you know? Nice. So, I like yeah. That. yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, next one. How do you get over writer's block? You know what? I get over it really easy since I'm not a writer. <laughs> no block here if you're not a writer. So there you have it. No, it's interesting because it's um it, it sort of it leads from the last question, right? So it's I will write and write and write and write and write until like either I reach a point where I'm going, okay, this is stupid, or and it's done. It's a wrap. 
You know, I, I rarely um, sit down and go, okay, today I'm going to write and I'm going to write something. Like, no, I always sit down with the idea like, oh, I want to write this. And then maybe I get a paragraph in and go, oh, that's dumb. And then I'm done writing, right? Because there, there's no more in my head about that. Sometimes, like I had this thing a couple of years ago, I uh, was working at a wine place and I was, I loved wine and I was learning about it and I was enthralled and I had this great story and I literally sat and wrote 93 page full scripts about a guy who inherits a winery. Okay. So, but I wrote, and I wrote that in, 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 in a week, but here's the thing, like, I don't know if it's any good, but it's just all, you know, it's all the things that were in my head about this story, like why I think it'd be cool and all this that happens to him. And then, then this happens and then that happens and then this happens. And then before you know it, boom, I'm 92 pages and oh, okay. And then it ends. That's all, you know, but I, that, that hasn't happened to me since, but I've done a lot of small little writing. So I, I, I only have blocks when I try to force myself to write, right? When I sit down and go, okay, I got to write something. And then I sit and then I watch and then I start thinking and then I go start going down rabbit holes. And then before you know it, I'm sitting at the desk <laughs> for 45 minutes, you know, wondering why I need shoeing soles in my shoes because, you know, my heels are starting to hurt. And I don't know why that is. Maybe I should see a doctor. Maybe I should do some research on this computer about my my ankle. Maybe it's my foot. Maybe it's a football thing. And before you know it, again, no writing, just rabbit holes, just just deep research rabbit holes. You know, just okay. thinking. You know, nice. What about what about what about you though? I think you were probably a better person for that as you've written a lot more in mm. terms of bigger manuscripts gotcha. and bigger bigger stuff. Yeah, for me, I always associate writer's block with this need to be so great in what I wrote. Yeah. yeah and it's yeah. a lot of self-judgment, I think, that, that that's what writer's block is about. Right. I see you. I don't feel you. So, I, so for me, the way I always got over writer's block is I would sit down and I would purposely write the worst story I could. Like if I was stuck at some point in a script. Right. So, okay, what's what's the dumbest way I could move this script along? And I just start writing the, the dumbest crap. So now I go back and go, okay, that's the that's the worst way I could continue the story. Right. And I look at it and I'm like, okay. But then it'll be like, okay, th this is this is where the story ought to go. This is what these characters would do. Right. This is not what they would. This is this this what I just wrote definitely is something they would not do. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. So I, I allow myself to just write out a bunch of garbage. You just get at me and I look at him like, okay, now I can actually go back and, and write something a lot better. Instead of trying to sit there and go, I have the next word, the next sentence on this page has to be the greatest thing I've ever written. Interesting. Yeah. So that's for me. No, I think that, I think I never thought about it like that, but I think that that makes sense because I think there is, there is something to the honest we, and this is a huge theme for us is the honest conversations that we have with ourselves about our art or our profession or our lives or our families or whatever, or ourselves, you know, the honest conversation we have about these different topics and the, um, the being real about it, right. The being 100 about it. Yeah. So interesting. Very nice. All right. Last question. This okay. one's also from Grant. Okay. When 
do you work on your creative projects? Uh, you know, I I work on them when when they strike, right? When I when I have these storylines, when I have these ideas, right? When when something occurs to me that like, oh, that'd be a cool idea, I <clears throat> I start working on them right then and there. Sometimes it's you know two o'clock in the morning and I can't sleep, and all of a sudden I start thinking about, oh, that would be so cool. Yeah, that's cool. And and to be honest with you, you know, sometimes I write them down. Sometimes they're just in my head and I'm thinking to myself, I'm going to remember this in the morning. I, that's a good idea. And then I wake up in the morning and go, that was dumb. Like, that, I don't know why I thought that was so hilarious last night, but it's not hilarious at all, you know. Gotcha. But but it, it's it's when they strike. So, like, today if I go to work and I'm sitting there and I have this idea like, oh, this would be cool, I start building it out in my head right and then i carry a little notebook with me and so i'll I'll jot a few things down and then um i may not see i may not look at it again for another day or two and then i'll look back at it and then be like oh you know that was that was a really good idea or that's a that's a really interesting thought for me so maybe i should build this out or maybe i should just marinate on it a little bit so you know i i have probably five or six notebooks of things that I've jotted down, you know, um, moments where I'm like, I'm going to start a journal today. You know what I mean? And I, I do two days and then forget about it. And then I wrote write in another notebook. I love notebooks. So I just jot all these different things down in these notebooks. So hopefully at some point, you know, I should probably gather them all up and see if there's anything in there that I was like, Oh yeah, I don't know this whole notebook's trash, you know, but, yeah, I um it, it tends it tends to be when I have reached a point in my day, life, week, whatever where I have where I feel like I need to do more, right? And that happens to me a decent amount. But when you start feeling like I'm not doing enough, I'm not I'm not where I'd like to be, you know, so then that's when I start questioning things and you start wondering and again you're having real conversations with yourself about what can you do and what do you want to do. And I think honestly that's part of how this podcast manifested itself, you know, that I had the idea that I wanted to have a platform to share stories. Uh I wanted to have a platform to maybe motivate people, to uh inspire people and then I started thinking about it. I'm like, oh, you know what? I need a cool co-host who can, you know, who who understands where I, understands me and the way I see things. And I was like, oh, Daniel would be great because Daniel's is is that guy. Like he gets it. He understands like the 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 human psyche and the questioning and the um, the non judgment of people's dreams, ideas, and concepts. Right, and so this whole thing came about with that thought process of like, I want to, I want to do more. I want to do more. I want to get creative. I want to be creative. And then, so this podcast was born out of that. So, um, it's, and again, I, <laughs> I hate to say it like, Oh, it's only in the bathtub or it only happens at night or only happens in the morning. Um, it, it hits me at all different times in different situations throughout the day. So. All right. Very nice. I, mean, I like that. Thank you for joining us at the Darnell Autry Show. We're out.